Welcome to our next FS Thrive episode of the Fireside Podcast. I'm Kyle Simpson, head of field strategy at FS Investments. And if you're unfamiliar with FS Thrive, let me quickly explain. FS Thrive is a collection of value-add programs and content that extends the culture of FS, our innovation, our creativity, and our civic engagement to financial advisors and their clients. This FS Thrive series of the Fireside Podcast is just one of these resources. Each episode, we'll sit down with interesting and inspiring people across a variety of organizations to better understand what they do, what drives them each day, and what helps them thrive. So today, I'm joined by Jason Early and Mike Gola, President and Head of Enterprise Accounts, respectively, for Biz Equity. Biz Equity is the world's largest provider of business valuations. They've valued over 33 million businesses today. We hear from so many advisors and RIAs who want to attract and retain business owner clients. And luckily, we have some great friends at Biz Equity who are helping advisors understand how to best have those conversations. We cover a ton of ground in today's episode, so let's jump right in. We could use this. I know I sent you the, uh, I think I sent you an email on it, but I saw on LinkedIn, we could use this to promote your big member guest win. I think two FS investments people, you and Brian winning the Philadelphia cricket club member guest is a big, uh, that's a big win. That, that is a big win for me and for Brian, my partner personally. Uh, But it's all, I would say it's a win for the area of Philadelphia and probably for the nation, because I think Brian has told just about everyone in the country that we won the Philly cricket member. I was surprised to see that on LinkedIn the way that I did, but I was glad I saw it. Yeah, I actually, I think I saw it on like page four of the New York Times. By by that Monday morning, I had gotten no less than 20 phone calls from people I didn't know saying... Congratulations! I heard you won the the Philly Cricket member guest, and I had to start every conversation with, "I'm sorry, have we met before?" <laughs> it, was, it was such a, uh, but it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. we had, we had a really great time. So thanks, guys, for making the the long commute from the suburbs into. Uh, it, well, you're not in the suburbs. You're I'm in Center City. Yeah, you're in Center City, Philadelphia, and Jason, you are. I'm in I'm in Berwyn, so. Yep, blue route yep. to ninety five, and yep. uh, quick, quick trip, and Just here we a are. Short trip over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we get to do this in person, which, which is nice because I've been staring at you guys from the shoulders up for the yeah. last uh, year or so. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to to see you three dimensionally. I was telling the- Jason, this, I think this is my first in person meeting in like two years. So seriously, yeah, seriously, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been sprung a little bit more. We, uh, we've you know we so we have an office at, at Broad and Sansom in the city at one two three South Broad, and so you know we've certainly done. Mike's oh, sure. been in the office yeah, yeah. there. We we do we pull some folks in. Um, some conferences are kind of coming back online, so we've been out a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's nice to to feel the energy and and be back in person for sure. But yeah, we, Mike and I joke all the time. Not you know. Our clients are a lot, you know, financial services in New York, and and nobody's real interested in having us in in the office. So yeah, it's it's very regional, even still, right? There there's some places sure. where showing up in person is just non-starter. Others that'll say, yep. well, we'll we'll meet you out for coffee or something, and then 
other places they're they're like yeah come on in you know we'll do breakfast lunch and dinner no problem so yeah it it definitely varies based on where in the country you are um well it's nice to to have you guys in the office and this has been a long time coming we've been talking about having you on the podcast for several months at this point so i'm excited to have you here Uh, for those of you listening we've got jason early who's the president uh, of Biz Equity and Mike Gola, who's the vice president of enterprise sales for Biz Equity, joining us today. And I'm really excited about the discussion that we're going to have because this is a topic that when I'm talking to advisors and our folks out in the field, they're always asking, How do I better work with business owner clients? What's the secret? Uh, and so that's what you guys do. And we've been trying to get this program off the ground for the better part of the last year. I'm excited that we now have an offering through our FS Thrive program to partner with you all on on bringing some of what you guys do to the advisors that we work with. Uh, So I'm delighted to have you here and and thanks for joining us. Super excited to be here and uh, yeah, look forward to the discussion. So let's start uh, for those who are listening that that don't know the Biz Equity name. Why don't you give just a brief introduction, Jason, to what you guys do and, and your expertise? Absolutely. So um, we, Biz Equity, are a cloud-based business valuation platform. So uh, our mission has always been to democratize business valuation knowledge for the business owner. So when you think about the owners of, of private companies to, to value themselves traditionally is offline. It's very expensive. It's intrusive. It's time consuming. It's all these things. And so the, the net result is they just don't do it. And uh, as the statistics go, 98% of privately held companies don't value themselves. And we, we weren't okay with that. And so, again, we've long been on this mission to democratize valuation knowledge. And we do so by putting our technology in the hands of those that serve the business owner. So our clients are financial advisors, bankers, accountants, um, M&A folks, et cetera, who will license the, the, the software and be able to value their clients' business in, in real time. And so when you think about you know, kind of the, the marketplace dynamics and, and 98% of, of privately held companies not knowing what their business is worth. Yet 78% of business owners say that they're going to fund their retirement through the sale of their business. Uh, that's a scary proposition. And so by putting the, the, the technology in the hands of those that serve the business owner, they're able to provide, you know, that service, but more importantly, advice around that. So when, when you when you kind of step back and, and think about certainly the, the financial advisors that, that you all serve and work with, um, how could you provide advice to a business owner if you don't know the value of the business, be it retirement planning or personal financial planning or uh, risk management or succession planning, capital structure, whatever it might be, knowing the value of the business is critical to all that. And so, you know, we're, we're laser focused on, on helping advisors and, and our clients better engage with business owners and ultimately provide better advice. That's excellent. And, and how do those conversations usually start with advisors? When, you know, how are they having those conversations today, absent what you guys do, or maybe they're not having those conversations? And then how does it, how, how does that start? How, how does that conversation start when they come to you all to say, okay, I need help? Well, I, you know, I think anecdotally, I mean, we, you know, we, we, we see this all the time. You know, I may walk into a, a business and, and Mike and, and Kyle own the business and I say, 
guys, what's the business worth? And, you know, you look at each other and say, I don't know, five or 10 million bucks. And so we say, great, we'll use seven and a half for the plan. <laughs> right. And that, that's kind of traditionally how um, how the planning process begins if if mm -hmm. if uh, business owners don't know that value. Um, you know, the, the 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 market, I would say, is kind of moving towards us from the standpoint of more and more advisors are focusing on the business owner today than ever before. Um, you know, traditionally, you'd hear this kind of notion in the marketplace, perhaps that, well, why work with business owners? All their wealth is, is tied up in the business. And I think what you've seen over the last, you know, decade or so is, is as businesses transition or, or business owners exit, there is a tremendous opportunity for, for those in the advice business to, to manage those assets and, and so on. Um, but if you show up, to knocking on the business owner's door when they exit to try and capture those assets, you're too late. And so I think what advisors and, and, and the institutions are realizing is that we got to be providing advice to business owners long before they, they think about exit. And so, you know, more and more advisors are, are serving the business owner. And, and so back to your question, how, you know, how, how do we fit in? I think that our, our platform helps them engage with the business owner really early on. So, um, knowing the value at exit time is one thing, right? The market's going to tell you what the business is worth at, at, at that time, but knowing it three or five or 10 years prior, so you can kind of understand what the value drivers are and kind of grab hold of, of what that value is and what I need it to be, or, you know, what I desire it to be. Um, our platform helps advisors do that. And it goes beyond just the assets and liabilities of the business too, right? When you think about valuation, there's insurance, there's succession, there's team composition. And, and you guys take a lot of that into consideration when you're working with advise, these advisors who are working with the business owner clients. Is that right? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, when you think about kind of our, our platform, I mean, the advisors license the technology, they get their own white labeled version of the platform. And so we're, we're less kind of a consulting firm, right? We're not engaged with the advisor and or the business owner. Certainly we support them as needed and, and, and have a team to do so, you know, be it our client success team or, or the valuation team. Um, but the advisor, you know, is really managing the, 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 the software and, and pulling the business owner through it. And, and you're exactly right. There's, I think there's 143, correct me on that, Mike, data elements that go into um, the inputs, which, which sounds like an awful lot. And you're certainly right. The financial data is critical. So we, you know, you can collect three years worth of financials, uh, can certainly do it with just one, but the, it goes much beyond that, right? So, you know, customer concentration, right? There's a lot of kind of growth and operational metrics as well that we use sliders to determine, um, you know, kind of the, the, the transferability of that business, right? The importance of the owner, things like that. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of elements that impact the value. And Mike, I know you're spending a lot of time day-to-day -day talking to advisors who are either interested in using the technology or who are already using the technology. How do the best advisors that you all work with start and maintain these conversations with these clients? Yeah, t totally. So, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm working with advisors day-to-day -day and, and, and seeing how they're operating actually out in the field and, and engaging with the business owners. And you know, I think it's really it's really twofold, right? Is the advisors who have a a, a big book of uh, existing business owners, they're using it number one as as a value add, right? It's it's a way to 
give someone a valuation without them having to pay ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, right? And they get that engagement. And then from that engagement, now they can plan around that valuation as Jason talked about, right? Anything under the financial planning spectrum, we think you can do more effectively by knowing the value. But then conversely, really, I think this is probably the, the most widely used cases is using it as a marketing and engagement tool to attract new business owners. Because 98% of them don't value themselves, it's a, it's a huge opportunity to differentiate yourself as, as an advisor out in the field, right? If you're going up and saying, hey, I want to sell you some life insurance, the business owner is probably not going to – they're probably not going to bite on that. But if you go to them and say, hey, we, we offer complimentary valuations of, of your business, that's a little bit more of a, a warmer engagement. It's something that they probably haven't been approached uh, about before, so it's just it's it's a huge differentiator simply because it's their most prized asset, but something they're they're probably not talking about on a day to day basis. Yeah, the, I think one of you were sharing this story on a past call we've been on about uh, if you asked a room of a, of a hundred advisors who works with business owner clients, and eighty hands might go up, and then you say, okay, how do you work with more than five business owner clients, and there's three hands left, right? Like everybody, this is something that everybody says they do, they want to do, but there's very few people that, that specialize in it or that it makes up a, a core part of their, their business. So it sounds like some intentionality and, and strategy around how to have the conversation is, is maybe what separates those that make it a core part of their business from those that do it opportunistically. Is that fair? That's very fair. That's very fair. Yep. Yep. We just kind of reiterate the, the point earlier about kind of the, the, the market moving this direction. I mean, you think about when, and we talk, obviously we're biased, but we talk about this opportunity all the time. There's $13.2 trillion in business owner wealth that's set to transition over the next decade. So you think about, you know, whether it's 27 or 30 million, you know, the statistics vary, but however many business owners there are, you know, domestically here, 10 million of those are baby boomer owned, right? So when you start to think about, um, everybody's going to exit their business someday, some way, right? And so however that looks, there's a tremendous amount of wealth that's about to transfer and advisors, you know, need to be there today and need to have a strategy today to, to, to capture those assets over that time frame. And you all have a really unique and interesting tool to help advisors find business owners in their area. Is that, that's right? We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We like to call it Zillow, but for, for small businesses, right? So it's a, a database of about 30 million or so small businesses that we've, we've pre-valued or, or put an estimated value on. So essentially, you know, getting public data and then serving up an estimated value. And then within those contacts, there's also uh, individuals with their key contact information. So for example, if you're an advisor in Philadelphia and you want to look up dental practices estimated between two and $10 million, you plug it in and it pulls up your list. And then you can click on each prospect and it gives the key contact information. For some, it's one individual. For others, you can see up to 20. And then it has that estimated value. So what makes it unique is really not the key contact information, right? You can get that from Google or other marketing software. What makes it unique is that valuation estimate where someone could reach out to um, a prospect or even a current client and say, hey, you know, we see here you're estimated at $4.2 million, Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner. You know, that may or may not be correct, but what I'd love to do is sit down and get you a full comprehensive valuation of your business. And is there a target size for, for a business owner client to – best take advantage of what, what you guys do? Is it, is it a, 
$5 million revenue business? Is it a hundred million dollar revenue business? Like, is, is there a sweet spot for you guys? I don't think there, well, yes and no. And not to sound wishy-washy. So we see, we see valuations come in every day all across the spectrum. You'll see some for a couple hundred thousand. We'll have some nine figure ones come in, but I think if we're talking sweet spot and it doesn't mean it's necessarily the best, it just means it's the most widely used is probably in that what five to 25 million revenue range or somewhere in that, in that window. Yeah. I think Mike, Mike's right on it. it the reality is the, the, you know, it's a function of who our clients are, right? So it's who are the advisors on our platform serving? And I think we see most of those businesses are in that five to $50 million valuation range. Now, to, to Mike's point, we have businesses that come through several hundred million dollars uh, quite often. We have businesses that come through several hundred thousand dollars quite often. But that five to $50 million range is is what we see most. That doesn't mean that's what the software is is kind of designed for. I would say that the software, you know, we cover over 800 industries on on the platform, and so the the, the software is is built for privately held businesses. Period. Full stop. Right. So regardless of of size, we can value the business, right? Provided that the the the, the data is right. Yeah, that that's great. Jason, why don't you give the audience a sense for your distribution footprint, who you all are working with and where you're seeing success? Yeah, so our business model is such, again, that we license our technology to the financial services space. 99% of our revenue is is generated from um, subscription software fees to that space. So banks, uh, wealth management, insurance, accounting firms and the like. And, and we kind of go at it a couple ways. So we've got, you know, individual subscribers at the advisor level, and then certainly we've got enterprise relationships. Um, but our clients are, is anybody that, that, that serves the business owner. So when you think about, you know, the, the kind of ecosystem of folks that, that, that provide some sort of financial advice to the business owner, um, you know, a lot of people say to us like, well, I, you know, I'm not really in the valuation business and, and we are not trying to launch you into the valuation business or make you a valuation specialist. People are utilizing our platform to, I think, as Mike said earlier, differentiate themselves in the marketplace to add additional value and equip themselves to provide better advice. Because, again, when, you know, when, when we're being brash and we're talking to advisors, it's insane to us that you would provide advice to a business owner without knowing the value of their largest asset. And so our platform enables you to, to understand that information and then provide advice around it. So um, as a result of that, most of our clients are in the financial advice business. So uh, we work with several of you know the, the, the institutions on the wealth management and or insurance side, and then we work with you know thousands and thousands of the independent advisors. And you know I think that's where we see the most success. We've got some very large banking clients. We certainly work with a lot of accountants. We certainly work with some M&A folks, but I think most of our success stories come from the financial advice space. And I think, you know, Mike's certainly got some great examples of, of success stories of advisors engaging with business owners on, on valuation and, and creating good outcomes. Yeah. So, so we have, as, as Jason mentioned, dozens and dozens of, of success stories from, from our advisors. One, one that comes to mind, um, that I, that I share all the time, probably probably too much, but it's a pre- pretty powerful use case. Uh, was an advisor, wirehouse advisor out of Pittsburgh, um, had this client for a long, long time. Um, trucking company. The ownership was four siblings, one of which was his client. 
these siblings can never quite get on the same page about the value of this business. And he became a partner of ours about three and a half years ago or so. And the very first call he made was was to one of the brothers who was his client and said, hey, I've got the software, biz equity, we become partners. I think we can finally get you an appropriate valuation. Let's get everyone together. So they sat down, ran it through the platform. Turns out it's about a $193 million trucking company. From there, the results of it, was he increased the buy sell insurance? I think it was from five million to about thirty million. Generated about one hundred sixty million um, in assets under management. You know, generated a, a, a corporate uh, planning fee and and a lot of other benefits. But the key to the story and the, and the part that I like the most is that he only had one of the four siblings as a client before. After this engagement, he now works with all four of them. Wow. So he has now a hundred ninety million dollar company, but he now has three new clients that he didn't have before, um, just simply from that engagement and getting them a, a valuation. I think what, you know, what, what, what's exciting about that and what, what gets us out of bed every morning is, is kind of, we think about it in terms of outcomes and the outcomes that, that we create, right? So not only, obviously it was a great outcome for, for the advisor, but it was really a great outcome for the business and the four family members, right? So this is a business that, that obviously, and this is a larger, you know, case or, or, or business, but this is four family members that, couldn't agree on the value of the business. They've come together. They've agreed on the value of the business. And the planning that was set in motion as a result of that, that was the blocker to, to executing on you know, critical financial planning for four individual fi- family members and the business. And so the planning that resulted um, from them agreeing on the valuation was was huge. And, and again, the, the outcomes that come from from businesses understanding the value of their business is what excites us. And, and that's what gets us out of bed every day. And it was that story I remember when we were talking about this a year plus ago made me think this is something we absolutely have to include a part of this Thrive uh, program that that we've created here at FS because not only do we hear it from the advisors that we work with that this is something that matters to them that they're thinking about all the time. Uh, but when you hear a, an actual success story like that, and to your point, Jason, it is a great uh, success for the advisor uh, and, and an equal, if not greater, story for the individuals and the business. Uh, that's the type of program that that we're trying to bring more to our advisor base. So it's an awesome story. I think what you guys are doing is really unique and differentiated. Uh, so maybe talk a little bit about what uh, what interested you all in partnering with us on bringing this to to our advisor base. Yeah, I think look, we're we're we are um, we are driven by that mission that I talked about in the democratization of 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 valuation knowledge for owners. So any way that we can get our software and or valuation reports in the hands of more business owners we we love right and what you all do in how you partner with with advisors and specifically thrive right the value add program that you provide to the advisors that you work with uh, is a tremendous opportunity for us to to get in front of more people right and and the more advisors that we're in front of is ultimately the more business owners that we're in front of and ultimately the more people that we can help and so um, I think that, that we're tremendously excited to be a part of this program I think um, you know advisors that are that are forward thinking and, and thinking about their practice. And I, you know, I love the word you used earlier about intentionality, right? So advisors that, um, 
are going to market with intention and, and trying to help business owners. You know, we, we serve a very small niche, but we are, you know, we are a high impact kind of partner in, in, in that regard. So, um, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to be partners with, with, with FS and Thrive and, and excited about kind of the, the impact we can have. Any other thoughts, Mike? That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, any any final recommendations for advisors who are thinking about starting to talk to more business owner clients? Anything that they should be weaving into those conversations or um, just any considerations they, they should have as they maybe go from dipping a toe into that uh, pool to diving headfirst? For me, I think that advisors, right, need, you know, a lot of times it's like the uh, the shoemaker's shoes, right? Advisors need to have a plan, right? And so to have a comprehensive plan um, of attack to go after the business owner market, right? So if you're not in that market today, I think you need to sit down and, and think about some key relationships that you have that you can leverage to, to get into that space. I would say for starters, don't overthink it, right? It can be dead simple in terms of you very certainly have some accountants that you know that have business owner clients. You very certainly have some personal relationships in your life that own businesses, Start with, a, start with a couple conversations, right? And start to talk to, to some business owners or accountants that might be centers of influence for you uh, about the value of their business and how they think about that today. And so um, if you want to start to use biz equity and or whatever it is as kind of a, a, a door opener, um, start to have those conversations around, around business value. And then I say, you know, once you, once you kind of get comfortable in some of those conversations, I think that the successful advisors that we say see go really deep into, um, you know, specific niches, right? They don't, they're not, they're, they don't serve every industry, right? They're, they're laser focused on one, perhaps two industries that they can build some dom domain expertise around and, and, and really be an expert. Great advice. Yeah. Go ahead. Jason mentioned earlier that, you know, the fact that we don't expect anyone to be an expert, right? So I would encourage everyone don't hesitate to, to, to reach out to business owners, whether it's a, a prospect or a current client, because business owners right now, they may not know they need help, but they do. Um, and, they're, and they're looking for that guiding light right now. Like they, 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 unfortunately, everyone's gone through a tough two years, business owners most especially, and their time for exiting the business has been kind of condensed now. Maybe it was 10 years. Now it's maybe three to five years, right? It's accelerated. So they need that help now. I would encourage everyone don't hesitate. They need help. And you'll be pleasantly surprised, I think, the type of response you'll get in, in offering to give them a value of, of their most prized asset, really. That's a great point. Yeah, the the environment for, I'm sure, many industries looks drastically different now than it did 24 months ago. Um, so I'm sure those conversations have changed significantly as people are thinking about what's the future of my business uh, amidst the, the times that we're in. Yeah, that's a really good point. So guys, you know, uh, the FS Thrive mission is to help advisors thrive at home, thrive at work, and thrive in their communities. Uh, so we are creating a whole host of programs and content to deliver to advisors to help them do that. Curious how you all... Uh, thrive. I think we've talked a lot about how you're thriving at work. So maybe how you thrive at home or in your communities, how you, how you keep your balance amidst some really busy day jobs. 
Uh, Mike, I suppose I'll go. I, you know, I think um, it's a great question and certainly love the the, the mission of, of what you all are doing. I think, um, yeah, look, this over the last couple of years, we touched a little bit about the pandemic. You know, as a software company, it was a fairly easy transition to remote for us. And, and so that's certainly brought a lot of the, you know, work-life balance stuff, I think, for a lot of folks into, uh, you know, brought it clearer for folks. For for me, um, you know, I'm a new dad. I got a 20-month-old. And so I, I, I really realized that sleep makes me thrive. And I'm, I'm missing that. <laughs> I'm missing that big time. Um, but no, this this is awesome. So great, great to be here and be a part of it. Regular sleep schedule. Mike, how about you? Uh, I have no children. I sleep very well, eight hours every night. Um, what helps me thrive, and it, it may sound very simplistic, but um, my friends and family and and more so just being able to communicate with them every day. Like you get off a great call, you can call a friend of, Hey, it went awesome. Or maybe you're having a bad day. You can pick up the phone, call a friend or family member, tries to you know, keep me, keep me balanced and, and keep me going. So, uh, I, I, I rely heavily, uh, on my, my friends and family. Sometimes they're, you know, personal, uh, psychiatrists, so to speak. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's great having good people around you. I think that's very, very important. Love that. Yeah, that's great. And I'll share mine today. I get, I'll, I'll get to do this every episode. So I'll have to come up with a new one each time, but today, uh, thrive get, I'm definitely feeding off the in-person energy. We've all been seeing each other virtually through screens for the last two years. So it's nice to be face to face. You all are in Philadelphia, our home offices in Philadelphia. So this was a great excuse for us to leave our houses and come meet up in the office and, and record face to face. Uh, so definitely getting a, a lot of energy from that. So appreciate you guys making the short drive over. And for those of you listening, if you want more information on biz equity and the programs that we're offering, you can go to the FS thrive website. That's fsinvestments.com backslash FS dash thrive. Um, you can also go to the Biz Equity website. They've got plenty of uh, information, tutorials, white papers, blog posts. Uh, if you have just more questions about valuation, about what they do, uh, definitely check that out. It's a, it's a great resource. Uh, but we hope to be hearing from you soon and uh, hoping to bring one of these events to your area. So with that, uh, Jason, Mike, this is a pleasure. Enjoyed having you out and looking forward to the next episode. Likewise. Thanks Thank for having you. us. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast.